blaming America for the sin of slavery, but the truth is, throughout human history, slavery has existed, and America came along as the first country uh, to end it within 150 years, and we get no credit for that to move forward and try and make well, we, we that. Well, we did have a, a very bloody civil war <laughs> over that issue. And we also had a few years for a long time. The, the, the racial history and the remnants of the civil war, right. particularly blacks in the South, right. yeah. that, America that ended not, slavery. It was, it was bloody and violent and deadly and there were Native Americans here when we showed you know, everybody up. Believe so, in the like, the point is that we oh, were the and we're still dealing with the issue. But if you want to start a problem and to inflame <laughs> racial tension even more, start blaming people who have nothing to do with slavery for the sin of slavery. That is not fair. That's not the American way. And we shouldn't be doing it. Hey. Fuck her. She, she, she full of shit anyway. <laughs> good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome to the Better Than You pod. Welcome back. Appreciate your listens. Appreciate you, everything that you guys been following us, keeping up. Everything that's going on. That was uh, Katie Pavlik from Fox lying, blatantly lying hmm. <laughs> about America. She probably crazy. believes it. No, nah, she definitely, she definitely believes yeah. it. She didn't do her research. She didn't, she didn't do her yeah. research at all. Because everybody it's in Haiti looking at that like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mad countries. <laughs> hell yeah. Like that ain't, I mean, we, we we did the research. I mean, it's it's pretty simple if you could if you do yeah. your if you do your Googles. <laughs> Mad countries in South America, you just go down. Word, yeah, yeah. America, it took eighty-seven years between you know for for it to end. I'm um, excuse me for for them to do it. In Haiti, it took zero between independence yeah. and abol- abolition of slavery. Oh, oh, the eighty-seven, the eighty-seven years is still being a little generous. I was about to say, yeah, I was about to say that's yeah. not even. I can't. Even, you can't even justify that. Yeah. You could go. You could go to the Thirteenth Amendment instead of the Emancipation Proclamation. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you could really look at it. Yo, but bump it. We can't take that serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kicks and giggles. Anyway, we'll check on my fellas. What's going on? Everything is good, <laughs> big dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Ant, what's Every up? week. You up, you up, baby? I mean, you know. I'm. I'm. We call. No, I'm good. I mean, y'all just y'all starting out the show with reasonable racism, starring white people again. Reasonable so. racism. Let me write that down for a minute. <laughs> reasonable racism. <laughs> I, I, I get that. Yeah, I don't know. Joe, what's up? <laughs> uh, nothing, man. I'm chilling, man. Just ready to get into these topics and shit. No doubt. <laughs> Brian, what's happening? Everything is good, man. Yo, I think it's funny that Joe has to add in shit to everything. Bro. Let's stay focused on that. Let's count Joe's shits this, this episode. What? Yo, I'm going <laughs> Joe is with the I'm shits. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's why. No, Is 
Relax. Yeah, but y'all, y'all talking over when she was calling this man a nigger and spitting. Oh, on him. yeah, yeah, oh, no, you know what I mean. Oh, what you no. just heard, what you just heard was Corey. I don't even care if I still spell if I say her name right. Well, mm. a school teacher, well, former school teacher. No, you know why we want to, you know why we want to say her name because we we want to keep it out in the public because see, yo, like we got to expose the, the reason these people get exposed is because we don't want we want them to be known as racist in case she catch another job where she's in charge of children or something like that. Yeah, that's that is a really good point. That's no doubt, a really good point. You know, just, just in case you late to the party, that was Corrine Tehran. You know, terrorizing. Some African American whoa, whoa, whoa. shopping. Hey, <laughs> yeah, nah, let me use hold my on. heavy words. Let me use my hey, heavy hold, words. Wait, hold up, hold up. Man. Go you got, you gotta relax. You said she was terrorizing. Yeah, I gotta use heavy words. She man. was. She, she, she seemed like a, a really, really irate white woman, right? Okay. And, and my whole, my whole thing about the situation, like this shit is. I mean, this thing is viral. Uh, a whole bunch of people seen it. Like that's what viral is. But my thing is, <laughs> nobody, nobody has any footage, and nobody is really talking about what got these people to that point. Mm, hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I gotta know that to before I can say she is terrorizing these people. Mm. I mean, she acting out. She's acting the fucking ass. You know what I'm saying? She is right. But hmm. why? Okay. <laughs> well, 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 Joe. Let me get, let me get, let me give you some context just to that, and then you can go ahead. B. Okay. She simply said, "I was walking down the center aisle in front of the cash register, and I turned around to my daughters and I said, oh, Jesus Christ! This man in his little scooter said, are you talking to me?' And I said, "No, nigger, I'm not." That's her word. <laughs> wait, 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 hold up. Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> Look, no, I'm no. going to repeat it. Repeat that, please. This is the, in a nearly seven-minute 911 call to East Haven Police. She says, I was walking down the center aisle in front of the cash register, and I turned around to my daughters, and I said, oh, Jesus Christ. The man in his little scooter said, are you talking to me? Expletive, they don't say what he said to her. He said, I'm, bitch. Assu- I'm assuming he right. I'm assuming he said, bitch. <laughs> and I said, No, nigger. I'm excuse me, nigger. I'm not okay. All right, so that's what it is, man. I've had this discussion with people before, I've had it with you, Brian. I might have had it in the yeah. chat all together. And my thing is this, right? Some people, I'm one of those people, we don't like the word nigger, you know what I'm saying? We don't like it. It's like disrespectful. It brings up all of those like feelings of like racism all the way back to slavery and Jim Crow, all of this shit. You know what I'm saying? But to, I think to like white people, it might just be akin to like calling like a woman a bitch. Like if a man calls a woman a bitch, he knows he's doing that crossing the line and just trying to be as disrespectful as possible. Now, for a white person, if they're, if they're talking to a black person, they might just say nigga. The way that man will say bitch to a woman he trying to fucking infuriate. Uh-huh. So let me ask you some questions here so I don't just respond uh, to what you're saying in a crazy way. I'm going to ask you a couple good because we, we, we have had this conversation. Yeah, we, you know what I mean? Yeah, like the, the, way that this, the way that this happened, you know, we, me, us as a group, we usually don't discuss these things before, a, um, before our pod. 
But me and Joe just got into a conversation because we weren't thinking about talking about this on the pod. And that's what kind of brought it to the pod. And so we, we kind of zeroed in on this. And so I, I don't want to um, mischaracterize what, what Joe is saying right. and um, what he's lot, trying to say. A, right. There was a lot of content. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because yeah, we said a whole bunch of shit to each other. And you know, yeah. I, was, I came in here ready to eviscerate Joe. But then, you know, I, I'm in a different mood. I don't have the same energy as that. So I want to kind of listen to Joe and, and listen to what he's exactly saying. So what you're saying is that to them to a white person, then it's not a problem if they say the N-word. They don't see it as an issue. I'm saying... That's what you're saying. A lot of them don't see it as an issue. What I'm saying is a white person, right, Uh doesn't feel like the gravity of what the word feels like to like black people, or like most of us, you know what I'm saying? They don't feel it because it's not their word. It's not their thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm, Actually, it is their mm, word, mm. but, you know, it's fucking... Yeah. Uh, but it, it's not like to them... It's not like when they say it, I'm thinking that's like the most disrespectful thing they could say to a black person. You know what I'm okay. saying? Not like, I'm gonna like... I want to like lynch you and kill you and like, you know enslave you when they say mm-hmm, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like when a man knows if he's like pushing a point and he's in like a little argument with like his woman or some woman or whatever he will call her out her name and that'll be like the nuclear fucking like option and shit you know what I'm saying you know what you a bitch you know what I'm saying right. and it's like mm-hmm. and someone be like what oh the fucking you know they'll feel that almost or maybe just as strong as us as like you know black people and shit will feel about someone saying the word nigga with like a whole bunch of passion. So my whole thing is I'm not saying that the words are like on the same level because there's a lot more behind the N word than there's behind the B word. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But what I'm saying is that white people seem to be perpetually clueless about how black people feel about racism. And I think that extends to the N-word. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Can I just respond real quick? Sure. Because you, I feel like you, like, you, you brought it to something that I agree with then you um, after saying you. a whole bunch of shit that I didn't agree with. Right. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> okay. so, like, yeah, white people don't really believe in racism for the most part. I've said this multiple times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't believe it extends to the, N, to the N-word at all. Uh, I'll I'll read it. I'll I'll read this to you. Um, her job saw the weight of it mm-hmm. because their response was, and I quote: "The language the employee used in the video is in conflict with the values of Hamden Public School System. Someone who will use this, that sort of language in any setting, whether public or private, is not someone who." who we want anywhere near our children. Mm-hmm. The employee is separated from service, and we hope that, that her children uh, will receive the, the support they need after witnessing such a traumatic event. The East Haven police said that they are investigating. We are urging any potential victims of last night's incident to contact us so we can investigate this matter further. Speech like this has no place in today's society, and nobody deserves to be spit at or called mm-hmm. racist names. So I looked it up, Joe. Yeah. So the superintendent, the superintendent, and the assistant superintendent of Hamden Public School Systems that represented this statement are both white. The chief of police, the deputy chief, 
captain, the four lieutenants on the police force, and the six sergeants are all white. So the white representatives of those institutions saw the gravity and the impact of that word. So there's that. No, no, no. What they saw was a video of a person that worked for them who was a teacher at that. It wasn't like she was a fucking like principal or superintendent or anything like that. She was a teacher. She wasn't even a teacher. Oh, she was a teacher. She well, not easy. She was in. She, she, yeah, she, was, was, in, she was. She was in the school. Yeah, she was a public school yeah. clerk. Yeah, she's yeah. some low level person. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect. Right? No, no absolutely. No, I get no, you. I get you. I get you. I get you. Yeah, you got me sounding crazy with the lab. No, but just a whole hierarchy. So I'm saying it wasn't those white people feeling, oh my God, she said the N word. That has so much gravity. It's like, oh damn, this dumbass bitch that said nigger like bad time. But in this video that went viral. That's the point. Hold on, wait. Can I just respond to that? Because I because I line that up. That's the point. They all have to react to this word because they get it too. They get no, the gravity of they this. they get it. It's that you, it's not, it's not the gravity of the word. It's the gravity of how people will, like, the gravity of the situation, the, the gravity of the, Joe, they know they can't get the, away no, no, with no, this. No, 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 The backlash. What major. The yeah, okay, okay. But, that, now, Pete, this, but there's Pete, a reason this. that the backlash no, no, no. is there. Oh, no, no wait. Pete. But you, you, you mentioned the word backlash, so just address it. Why yeah. is there backlash there? There is backlash you know why. there you know because why, it is hate speech, and she okay. said it mad times. Now you replace, <laughs> okay, now, so. now, replace this video, right? Replace this video. hate speech with the America's that that's want, based on America's original sin. Go I'm ahead, gonna, I'll, I'll let you go. Go ahead, Joe. No, I'm saying replace <laughs> that, right? With, a, with the, let's say there was a black man, right, and he was standing there, called that worked for the school. And he was caught on video calling some woman a bitch like eight times and spitting. They would fire him in a second and they would give out the, they would say the same, same bullshit about, oh, we can't condone this type of hate. Well, they well, Joe, would. Let me, oh, let me God, give they would. Let and me you motherfuckers are lying if you say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking facts right here. Continue. Let me, go ahead. Let me give. Let me give some. Con- one second. Let me give some. And then you can go. Let me give some context to all that school yeah, district statement. Because it go. It goes further. And this is something that I saw because immediately my attention went to the children and their faces. And I think the school board was also looking at that because they also commented on that as well. And then there's continuing with this statement. So it also appears that the employee's children witnessed her conduct because her children were present. School administrators also filed a child services report because that's what my eyes immediately went to. Like I looked at that and I said, "Okay, here we go with another what is it, shock, right, Becky, or whatever you want to, whatever moniker you want to give her." But I immediately paid attention to the children. So when you talk about the Jesus, when you talk about the rhetoric that comes with the word that comes with the word nigga, look who she's saying that in front of, and look how she's carrying on. So what do you think that? How do you think that funnels down? Because if we don't believe. That a person is born a racist, that it has to be taught. What do you think she was teaching her children? And as a school official, what do you think that shows them in, in terms of having her as an employee? That's a dumbass question you just asked me. You try. Nah, it's a nah, it's a question that, that's already answered within the context of what I just said. I'm just yeah. I mean, you're making a you're you're, you're putting the statement as if I'm saying that the N-word is a is is to like 
you're you're making it seem like I'm saying the N word isn't like a really harsh word, like the harshest of words to say. And I'm not <sighs> saying that. I'm just talking about how white people see the N word. And I'm and that, saying they directly see it just as egregiously as, as we see it. Hey, Joe, when they get caught saying, of course, and when they have to any, react, if somebody murders it. somebody, they they react to it when they get murdered. Oh, I'm sorry, I wish I didn't kill this person. Exactly. So, and so it's it's the same way. Joe. You will I mean, have yes, you they know, understand the gravity you, of it. Like, like everybody's talking all this shit about R. Kelly, right? I'm pretty sure this fucking pedophile saying R. Kelly is trash at their jobs Joe, and shit. Joe, can and I that, can I bring I, up? What are you bringing up? But, no, I'm, I'm going to ask you. Can I can I bring up uh, um something that we said that you were saying to me yesterday? Yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, you're joking, and then you and and you said, no, I'm not. I'm not joking. I'm serious. Yeah. Okay. You you explain this part. Brian doesn't understand that white people in general don't see it as vile as he does. He feels he could he could call a white woman a bitch and not and not hate all women. So you keep an exact same energy. Yeah. He said, but if she calls him nigger in return, then she, she then she crossed all kinds of lines. Important to note that I never mentioned women or the B word to Joe. So that's Joe's equivocation of the word nigger versus versus the B word. I that's not mine. Then he addresses me with. He hears the waves crashing up against slave ships. He feels lashes from the whipping of slaves. He feels the dog bites <laughs> and fire hose sprays. He literally funny, feels a new. He, he said he was. No, he, literally fe- he literally feels a noose tight, tightening around around his neck. On God, because nigger holds that much weight to us. Yes. It just doesn't to most white people. Uh-huh. Right. So I just uh-huh. wanted to put context behind what you were saying, and I'm going to actually agree with you on that. I uh-huh. on on the first part. Yes, I do feel the tightening of the noose around my neck and, and, and I do feel the whips and the chains. But guess what? They feel like the white people that were outside of the schools when we they were trying to integrate schools and they were calling them niggers and spitting on them. She knew what she was duplicating. She knew what she was putting forth. There's a reason why they're calling this hate speech. There was a reason why the National Guard was called back then. And there's a reason why she was she was displaced from her job and, and why the people and why the police um, department is looking into it and why the school department got rid of her. There's a reason for all these things. It's not just some word that we're just isolated. It's based on America's original sin. They want to hide it. You hear them try to whitewash and equivocate over slavery all the time. Yeah. That's what they want us to do is to equivocate. Oh, it's the B word. It's not the B word. It's the, it's the, it's, it's the original word of, of discrimination that they created in this nation. It's free right. labor. Right. And, and you, can, you can just start with what we started at the beginning with, the rhetoric that old Katie was over there talking about. But, Ann, what were you going to say? <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying it. Y'all go at it. Well, all right, then let me say this, right? <laughs> like this. As far as the N word, right? I, I said all of that shit. When I said all that shit, and I thought it was, I thought yeah. I was running them off. Like, I thought it was like bars and shit. I thought it was. Yeah, dope. yeah, yeah. yeah no, I knew what you were doing. But, yeah, but, the, but the reason I said that shit, right? Yeah, I didn't yeah, just yeah. say it like to like belittle you. I said, no, that and I agreed with you. I said that because yeah. I was, because that's how the fuck I feel. Uh-huh. That's how I feel because I've been called a nigga like a few times in as yeah. a child, you know what I'm saying? By like Word. white folks, by adults and other like children. And uh, a motherfucker ain't say that shit to me like as a grown ass man, like not my face. But like, but no, I'm, I'm just, but it's like, I don't get my thing is, I don't give white people the credit to know how strong that word is because if they did then they would get the sentiment 
behind a whole lot more things. And you wouldn't have dumbass bitches like that Katie, whatever her name was, on Fox saying that dumb shit about how we should just, like, get over slavery. You wouldn't have that because they would know the gravity of the word nigger and that would come with knowing the gravity of black struggle. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that would come with knowing how, like, harsh that history is and say, oh, you can't just look over it. You can't tell, like, a Jew to, like, look over, like, the Holocaust. You know what I'm saying? If they they would ask some shit like that, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell some chick that was, like, let's say her mama was raped and shit. Oh, get over your mama being raped, bitch. What's wrong with you? You can't do that. And when they keep doing that to us, which lets me know that if they can't even, like, internalize, like, this big fucking injustice that is slavery... Then yeah, some of them just think nigger is a really harsh word to say to black people. And it makes them okay. feel empowered. But I'm not saying the word is equivalent to anybody of reason with the word bitch. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that some dumbass white people that find themselves crossing that line. All right, it might listen, be. Man. Joe, you feel like you made your point on this? Because I could I could I could respond to a whole bunch of shit you say, but I don't we don't need to. I ain't gonna respond to a piece of it, and then we can go on. No, no, I'm good. With, I'm I'm good with where I stand. Where I stand with all that, you know what I mean? What what, what I said. I just wanted you to be able to respond to, you know, because I, like I said before this shit, like I said, me and Joe had this conversation. I said you got the tough side of the argument. Yeah, I'm cool with where I stand. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if someone wasn't really paying attention to anything I said, it's almost like I'm saying. Oh, the white lady was okay with saying the word nigga. I'm like, no, I'm thinking that she thought she might have been okay yeah. saying the word nigga. And maybe I don't know, maybe that line. I think I think everybody that. gets your response on that. I think you get I think everybody gets right. your response on that. But she trashed that bitch to jail, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, anyway, just want to uh keep a count on the score. Joe's up to seventeen, you know. Fucks and shits, and I even left <laughs> out the bitches and ass <laughs> on purpose to give you some leeway. You up to seventeen, you know, so... twenty minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> but going on from Corrine over to Jess Hilarious uh... and the situation—I don't want to say situation, but her IG post in regards to getting on a plane, uh, making a joke initially <clears throat> about what she assumed were some Muslim men. And given the history of what has happened with, you know, within the last couple, uh, last, two, uh, excuse me, 15 years with the Twin Towers, she made a joke. Then when she was taken, she made another post when she was taken off of the plane, when the plane was evacuated, she doubled down on it and said, you guys were making fun of me saying I was doing this and I was doing that. But we got the plane evacuated. Then she tripled, doubled down, excuse me, tripled down on it. But she got back on the plane and said, those men are not on the plane. I could, we just got back on the plane, and those men are nowhere to be found. And then come to find out, the men were Sikhs that were wearing the, uh, excuse me, I want to be correct and correct me if I'm wrong, but that were wearing the turban, and they were not Muslim men. So she was, you know, characterizing them as terrorists, given what she said in her post, yeah. which she initially tried to start out as a joke, but then, you know, she had some venom behind what she was saying and then eventually led to her reading an apology donating fifteen thousand dollars and apologizing should have kept that bread for racially profile racially profile yeah, racially, racially, racially profiling these men 
Relay coming that's back. Why, that's what I heard. That's what I yeah. Her row was trash. That's why. But uh I mean all of that I, I didn't I did not see all of the just hilarious uh videos. I did see the apology and um like some stuff that came after that. But uh, I think the big question we have with like the Jess Hilarious thing is she um, is she racist or is she just having jokes and being insensitive? Where's the line at? Is she prejudiced? Um, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I'll tell you uh, because we heard her apology and she admitted her well, ignorance yeah. and in the apology. So I mean, she's definitely um, prejudiced. I think she's trying to come out outside of her prejudice now. I mean. I think she doesn't know where to go with that, and so she had to react to number one. I, I, I like I, I, when I first heard it, I said, "Well, the, the advertisers must be on her head." You know what I mean? Like it has to do with money because there's no reason for her to be coming on apologizing for over um, what was it, five minutes, something like that, like crying and doing all this. Like it's just no reason for that. Looking right. real ugly. Yeah, unless the unless the advertisers are on her head, like, well, you got to clean this up, and so she did. I mean, I, I looked at this as PR. I believe that she 100% believed what she was saying. She basically said that she 100% believed what she was saying, and she's looking for clarity uh, to learn from from that going into the future. I mean, people mistake Sikhs for um, Muslims all the time. Yeah, you I mean, know what I mean? Like, so it's so, common. Yeah, so I, I don't. I, that first part is not the most egregious account for me. Um, uh, assuming that that if they were Muslims, assuming that that they would be terrorists. Terrorist, that's the shit. Is there? <laughs> That's the step over the line for me, but we, we can't pretend like that's not a prevalent thought. Maybe it's not not something that people like to um, like to say out loud, but it's something that a lot of people do feel. They, you know, what I mean, there are fears. It's just like when when if you hear a white person, they say, "Well, if a black person is walking on my side of the street, I'm going to walk to the other side." If a black person, they don't know. It's a Muslim, they don't know. So, uh, listen, I, I don't think it's okay. I'm glad that people get called to task for these things, but um, it does bring us into a, another conversation where, you know, people get to learn, right? She admitted she's ignorant. She didn't know these things. She didn't know separations between these, uh, between Sikh and Muslims. And she didn't, I mean, I don't know how she wouldn't understand that all Muslims aren't terrorists, but we got to talk about the fact that, you know what I mean? Like she responded because she was scared of being canceled. Right. And, Cancel culture is a thing. Cancel culture is a real yeah, thing. I mean, when when I think about the whole thing, like, uh, I, I you say the advertising, I'm pretty sure that's part of it. But for me, I think just the backlash alone on like social media, uh, coming for a head the way folks did might have been enough. But you definitely right, like advertising and all kinds of other stuff like that. Um, but as far as the cancel culture goes, yeah, I mean that that's that's pretty much it. Like just the people alone. And then couple that with the advertisers, like when you step out, when you like step out of line or you like uh, say some like, you know, egregious things, then we like nowadays you don't get like as many, you don't get like second chances sometimes. You know what I'm saying? They'll just cut you off like real quick and like throw you to the wolves. No one gets to like learn. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty damn sure she was. Ignorant to the fact of you know that Muslims aren't like Sikhs and stuff like that, and I think that she, I'm think I don't think she's dumb enough or ignorant enough to think that all Muslims are terrorists. I I, I hope not. I hope she's not that stupid because I kind of like her. You know what I'm saying? But 
I feel like that was a joke that went wrong. But what, yo, Ed, what you got on this though, man? I think it's just difficult for comics to really. Their job is to be funny. Their job is to press lines and push issues and thoughts and different ideas and try to mine humor out of it. And the best comics are just unapologetic about it. I think that's why we all love like Chappelle because he says what he said. He said, I'm never going to apologize for what I did. Maybe I shouldn't have said it, but I'm not going to say sorry. And she's just not at the position where she can just like brush it off. And the thing is, like, I, I get where she was trying to find humor or trying to make a joke and everything about it. But you got to kind of look at the climate it in, like, a whole more than anything else. Because she makes that joke. And just recently, like I said, some white guy basically went Call of Duty in New Zealand uh, on yeah. an anti-Muslim kind of thing. Like, this isn't helping yeah. that rhetoric. That doesn't solve anything. Like, yeah. like, like, right. if you, like, like, like. Maybe you make that joke at a later time, like, like after a because because people fly all the time and people still have these ideas, these thoughts of you know, there's going to be I, a man with a turban coming on blowing the plane, stuff like that. I can get I, it. Can okay, I give sure. context to that real quick though, Aunt? Sure. Uh, she said she said um, that that she didn't know about the. The New Zealand thing. It almost happened around the same time. She didn't know about the New Zealand thing when okay. she uh, made her comments. Oh, and, they're an ugly and, Yes, yes. Yeah, and and also, I don't really believe, like, like I know she's a comedian and she tried to make this funny, but she was on an actual plane and these are actual people she was talking about. That's all I have to say about that part. Right. But go ahead. And, 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 that's, and that's true, and I, just to, to add on to that, like, I, mean, I, I think, like I said, I think it initially started as a joke, but then she doubled down on it, telling everybody F them for in her comments saying that she was wrong, and you know what I'm saying it 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 stopped looking like a joke to me as you watch the video. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't as it wasn't like the first one was like okay, I see what you're doing here, but then you double down, and then when you got back on the plane, you you triple down. So it stopped being it stopped being funny to me, yeah. and and I wasn't looking at it as from a with a com, with a comedic eye. I was looking at wait, wait, I and I probably thought I don't want to. Her dumbass no, probably uh, thought she had a moment. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I, I I said that, but I didn't want to say that. Like I wanted Ant to finish. I didn't want to say that as a dismissal of what Ant was saying because he's one hundred percent correct. Whether she knew about it or not, the the equivalence is there. Like you know what I mean? Those, those actions, right? The, the, you know, it, it it comes. They do come together. You know, you sometimes you don't get to choose the moment. You know, she just said it at. She definitely said it at at, at a time that that was uh, extremely harsh for the Muslim community. I, I didn't want to cut off Ant if you had anything else to say. Yeah, and I don't even think it was a situation where she was trying to like, like the moment. Like I think it was like Joe said, she was trying to create a moment, like of something like this. And that's probably not the hill you want to die on. It just doesn't mix a whole lot of things. Like it's like I could see if it was a good joke or a funny joke. It's one that's been rehashed a thousand times over. Yeah. Like and and it's, and it's something that like people who fly constantly, it's something that they really don't find humor in, like, because they deal yeah. with the same biases, they still deal with the same issues that everyone else does, like, they still have this unnerving fear that anyone who looks something or resembles someone who may be Muslim, and might not be at all, they might just have a long beard, or they might have their, their headscarf tied around the head. You're going to assume that they are the bad guys on the plane. They're trying to fly just like you, and for, for her to come on in and just create this bias and this negativity other people have tried to do for years and you're just going to throw this joke out there and, and then like Alex said you triple down on it, you double down it you're still not backing that down off it 
but then eventually you relent. So what's the point? Why even yeah. go to that point? We don't need that. Especially we just had the conversation about the N-word and the B-word and so on and so forth. And we don't want to seem like we're hypocrites. We don't want to say, oh, it's, it's, it's okay for them, but not for us. Like, no, we just try to treat people as fairly as possible. We cannot view them in a particular light and make this assumption that that is what they are. I don't want anyone looking at me and thinking I'm the N-word or someone looking at a woman thinking she's a B or looking at a man, a man of any kind of faith and thinking that he's a Muslim and then automatically referring that, okay, he's a Muslim, he's got to be a terrorist. Oh, he's on a plane too. Oh, yeah. it's all coming together. That's fucking insane. I'd gladly be mistaken as a Muslim, but yeah, not as a terrorist. And I <laughs> yeah. you know what you said Same. talking about like just beating the hell out of that damn joke. I think about that joke and I think about Kevin Hart and I think about Soul Plane. That movie came out 15 years ago, and they had a joke when they had a guy with a turban on him. He was a Muslim, maybe whatever. But Monique and the fat lady that worked at TSA, they, like, right. sat next to him like, we got this. We got him. And it was a corny-ass fucking joke 15 years ago. So I don't even know how she's even trying to pull it off now. But, yeah, man, like, like you it said. Makes, it makes me think of... Oh uh, no! It it makes me think of that time when uh, John McCain was in was in that uh, town hall, and the woman said that Barack Obama was was a uh, was a Arab. He was a, he was a Muslim. Yeah. Yeah. And then John McCain grabs the yeah. mic and says, "No, ma'am, no, ma'am. He's not. He's a good family man." And and everybody praised John McCain for that moment. But does that mean that Muslims aren't family men? I mean, he's not a Muslim, but is it bad to be a Muslim? And I think yeah. those kind of traps. That kind of language and, and, and those kind of ideas, it's, it, that's what sparked it. Nobody ever really pushed back on those ideas that, guess what? Also, the, it, also the John McCain portion of it could have went further. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, also, you can be a good family man and be a Muslim in, in the United States of America. Yeah. Right. And, you know, and, we, and we currently have an administration that is pushing... For what I feel. Muslim bands. They, they, know. it's not what you feel. Yeah, he literally <laughs> he put doing it for that stuff. He said, he said, oh, I want to have a Muslim band. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But that's why we're going to have to try and get him up out. And of he here. wanted a registry. He wanted a registry for all Muslims and he wanted a ban on, on any new Muslims coming into the, into the country. That just sparks the fear. That's crazy old white man right. stuff. But you see the section of, but you see you want, you see the section of the country that really believes that and follows that even if he's just doing it to ignite himself and propel himself. And yo that's why we gotta and, get him up out of here. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Getting start, up, up out of here. It's fun nah, to say. Nah. No. Yeah, but but, nah, we, but, we gotta but before we get there, let's stay let's stay on let's stay on this idea though. Like I remember after nine eleven, right? When when they were talking about like going to Iraq and all the rest of that, like I, I don't know about you guys, but I knew people who passed in in those towers, or and also knew people who who had family members who passed in those towers, right? Oh, and yeah. none of us were really thinking about going to Iraq and fighting there. We heard that more from people in other parts of the country that weren't associated with where we're from. And we're from the New York and New Jersey area. You know what I mean? Like I sat and I actually saw the big cloud of smoke for months. You know what I mean? So I, right. you know, yep. so we all, I think we all experienced that. So it oh, wasn't yeah. us around there. It was the rest of, it was people who weren't associated in middle America or in the South that weren't associated with the areas that we're from that actually experienced this event and actually had people die. Those were the people that wanted to attack Muslims. And it was because an idea was built 
that it was against it was against Muslims instead of that particular group. Yeah, but no, I, I definitely remember that whole <clears throat> excuse me nine eleven energy, and uh, and I don't I don't remember too much hate. I, I was a, I was an RA on right. the college campus at NGIT at the time. Yeah, and, my sister uh, was the RA. Yeah, and I and I, I remember I remember kids that a couple kids that had people that like worked there and they couldn't uh and they uh they couldn't get in contact with their like people and it was it was real right. rough. I remember That's a friend of mine saying something like just saying something in like passing. I'm sitting there got this little this little Indian girl crying on my shoulder. And my friend, my boy was like, he said, "Well, you don't understand why." In fact, he listens to us. So, or is he gonna catch this? He said, "You don't understand why they you know blew up the towers. We always doing stuff over there." And it was it was it just wasn't the time for that energy yeah. at that time. At least where where I was at, it was all about trying to be like you know had a, we were so united. Yeah, had unite because yeah. And, and my school like it's engineering school, so we had all types of races, and we had Sikhs. Um, we had Sikhs there too, and a couple of Sikh RAs. And I remember and uh, this big RA meeting we had, and uh, a couple of them were going back and forth like they they were feeling like you know feeling like stuff is going to come down on them and. I know when time did pass, it did. I mean, it's just a whole bunch of shit, and we should all just try to get past that and get some kind of understanding because yeah. Christian, Muslim, you got some people that ain't shit from either religion. You know what I'm saying? But neither okay. those, but those like that, like those that that the counterculture are like criminals. I and mean, shit like that. That's not that does not define any I race mean, or but, religion. But, but it's, it, it has everything to do with the fact that even though we don't say it and with the separation between church and state, we're fundamentally a Christian nation in the United States of America. That's why most of these terrorists that we actually see in the United States of America are Christian white males, but we'll never say it. We say we, we, we talk about the people who seem like other because fundamentally they believe that everybody is other if they're not Christian white male. That's the mentality. And I think it I think it does. You don't even have to be a white person to think that mentality. I think it's just penetrated society too much. And I don't think anybody's pushing back on it hard enough. Yeah, nah. Right. And when you say penetrate society, like I, I'll go back to the current administration and who's pushing a lot of that rhetoric yeah. again, whether he believes it or yeah, not. But, you know, but you know what I'm saying? But you know what? You know what? I mean, it, you keep on it, saying cool. he believes it or not. I mean, he, it, he, he, <laughs> he believes it. No, but, because but, the reason I say if he believes but, it or not is because I don't know if he's doing like he he said I, that he said these things before he before he was running or before before but I look at him but I kind of look at him as a sometimes as a troll I'm gonna just say this because I know this is gonna rile these people up and I know they're gonna like me regardless if I believe it or not I know I'm gonna have him on my side and I'll send them out to slaughter while I sit back and just oh, watch I mean yeah but, but before, before it, politics. But, before yeah, politics, yeah, but even, even 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 more than Trump, I mean, we could blame Trump for a whole bunch of stuff. And yeah, yeah. He made, he's he's made certain people feel a lot more comfortable expressing their race racism and stuff like that. But as far as this thing goes, the Muslim stuff, way before him, this was this has been a thing, and That's a it, fact. it's still been a thing. Oh and yeah, 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 for sure. Besides for sure. him trying to kick Muslims out of the country, I don't think that he's done. Any more like just to like the minds of people, then that was already fucked up there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But right, he just brought it to the forefront. Nah, he didn't bring it to the forefront. Who's the forefront? Like but but the person. But 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 if we're talking about changing the mindsets, I think we should talk about your man Beto. True. I think. 
different. Talk about Beto O'Rourke, that loser from Texas. I mean, dude, hey, look, you call him lose all you want. But he got he got six and a half million. Six million. That's my man's. That's my man. What I say, I said, yo, when he lost, I'm like, yo, he's going to run for president. Because he got that look. He looked like a Kennedy. Not a good-looking Kennedy. He looked like a... Yeah, he has that feeling. You know my problem with Beto off top? You know my problem with Beto, yo? What's that? Moves his hands too much, yo. <laughs> yo. You ever see him move his hands? Like, yo, it's not even yo. no regular hand movement. It's real wide and like, yo, he look like he's doing Tai Chi a little bit, but fast. <laughs> yo, where's his bond? And you know what's funny? Yeah. Look, I was looking at it, right? It was it was one morning. I I, I was looking at the um the news one morning and, and trying to and when they announced the Beto was running, et cetera. And then he was they showed a video of him and he was moving his hands too much. Like I didn't really pay attention to him too much when he was running in Texas. Like I, you know, it didn't really matter to me the same way, right? Yeah. So like I started paying attention to him now. And they showed the video and I'm like, yo, his hands are moving too much. And then they cut to Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Trump is sitting in, in is sitting in um in his office. And they asked him about Beto, and he was like, well, he, he, he got the problem with those hands. I mean, he moves it too yeah, much. It's a little irony, crazy. Like, the irony. <laughs> yeah, but the, irony no, the Beto hand movement got Trump beat. I'm sorry, but like, yo, <laughs> li- listen, I'm not on Trump's side too often or ever at all, but listen, yo, if you look at this dude's hands, like, it's almost like you can't even pay attention to dude. You gotta look away. Because he just be, start, it's like a dance. He just start floating his hands around <laughs> and stuff like that. Like he looked like one of the rockets, but with hand movements. But you know, they already put out, they already putting out rhetoric that well, I won't say rhetoric, but you know, they're already putting it out there. Cut his hand just as literally cost him the bid. Because if you remember, um oh man, I'm gonna forget my man's name that did the yaw and he Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Howard Dean. That's Howard my Dean. man, Zell. Yeah, Howard Dean, thank you. You know what I'm saying? From simply doing that. I mean, we are um, in that type of society that something that silly can take um, you. There are two things, uh, Alex. Do not think it's silly because it freaking bothers me. <laughs> if I got to watch you on TV all the time and you're moving your hands like that, I'm annoyed already. I'm serious. But two is this is this is one of the things I always bring up about about um, Barack Obama. I remember when Barack Obama first started doing his first his first um, interviews when he became like a major candidate. He was he looked a little bit effeminate. He told he tilted his head to the side, et cetera. And I, I, I watched it. I always looked at his body language, and I thought it was always bad. You know what I mean? And then when, then when he started rising and standing, I think somebody finally told him and got on him. And then he started. You, you noticed it. The confidence, and even in his head, like it was, it was more straight and direct. And I think Beto O'Rourke is going to change those hand movements. They're always going to exist. Yeah. You know what I mean? They always they have, because, they have because, a body expert on each, yeah. on each team. But her, his his hand movements are always going to exist because you can't get rid of them now because they yeah. become too big of a thing. But what the but the, he's going to do is be more conscious of it, and there is it's going to be you know he's going to do it better, better placement, better timing. He his hand movements float. He he floats his hand for the now. You know what I mean? Remember the old Harlem Shake when they go up? Like that's what yeah. he looked like he's doing. Like you know what I mean? He'd be like, duh. And I'm like, yo, duh, you got to relax. That's a little nuts. <laughs> I mean, well, you know what? I'm, I'm pretty sure by not this upcoming election, maybe the election after this one, he'll have his hand movements under control because, I mean, in a minute. So he, he just goes, raised you know, six and a half night, million. It'll be this, that's it'll cool, be this that's election. Cool, but, the dark, but the dark night will is arising and Biden. And I don't think once he announces, 
I think all everything else is going to be key. Wall Street Journal. Well, I don't know. The Wall Street Journal. I saw, um, I saw that. He didn't, he didn't officially announce. Okay, you're right. You're, you're, right, that's what I thought. Okay. But, okay. but speaking of speaking of Biden, but he's already asking right, for but money. Speaking of Biden, though, right? You call him the Dark Knight. It's like you, you know the thing. <laughs> the, the thing. The thing about the thing about Joe Biden is it, it's weird. I've been wanting Joe Biden to run for president since when yeah. I knew Hillary and that bum ass nigga. Um, Bernie Sanders was running. Like I, I, right. I, I need. I, I knew that needed somebody different. I didn't think either one of them was gonna win. I thought Biden had a chance. You know, what I'm saying against Trump. If Biden rode the momentum, then, yeah. then it would have been. It, we would have felt a lot better. Yeah. The break in the momentum, like the contrast between him and Trump, is is just not enough for me to get excited about Biden anymore. Now, I'll I'll, I'll say this: like you know, if he came out of the Democratic uh, 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 primaries. Then yeah, I'm. I mean, anybody to get this guy out of there. Uh, to be honest with right. you, yeah. but mm-hmm. I'm not excited about about a, a Joe Biden. But I don't I, know who really I am excited I, about. Yeah. I can't wait for the debates to start. I was yeah, I was, right, I was right. Still, it's funny. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. honestly still excited about Biden, like a few weeks ago. You know what I think? I think I think we were discussing this. I probably was too, and because. But then now that that it's like he's he's announcing, you know what I mean, or asking for money from you know what I mean people or whatever. But yeah, you know that's yeah. basically announcing. Now that it's official, it's like all right, whatever. Yeah, you're here. We have all these other like great. Yeah. You know, all these other Listen, let me tell you. Let me tell you the guy. Let me tell you this guy, Peter Buttigieg, the the mayor of South Bend. I'm gonna tell you how ill this guy is. Okay. I'm sorry. The mayor of where? The mayor of of, of South, South Indiana. Indiana. In, in Indiana. Right. Okay. So anyway. Peter, Peter Buttigieg, he's running for president too, and this is how ill this dude is to me. He he found a book in Norwegian, right, and it was only in Norwegian, and so he learned the language of Norwegian just so he could read the book and read and read all the other books uh, like it. And so like that's the type of dude that I'm like I I like people like that, deep thinkers, very interested, find ever something, evolving. yeah, ever evolving, find something. That was who that was what who who Barack Obama was. Now we want to find out who has the has a vision for America because if anybody just comes out and thinks, "Oh, I'm going to attack Trump and I'm going to win the election." That I mean, I I don't believe that's going to work at all. But if somebody gives a vision of what America should be in the future, where we're going, what should happen, you know, how we're going to deal with healthcare, how we're going to deal with with um with the shrinking uh, uh middle class, uh, how we're going to deal with wages that aren't haven't risen in over twenty years, like you know, and and now have, or have risen slowly over for the for the last twenty years, like those are the things we really need to look at. But you know, but you know, but you know, but you know, why you sound like you're talking about. You sound like you're talking about AOC. No, no, the main reason that, no, not that she's well, won. No, I'm not no, actually. Not, not, but I mean, yeah, I'm not. You're talking about the the the, the, the gay mayor of South Bend, Indiana, who has no chance whatsoever to bro. Uh, to, I mean, God bless him. I think. You, do you know who he is? I know who he is. Okay, and 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 I'm, I'm, I'm and I and I said over. I'm not talking about AOC, but I'm not just missing her as as, as no, a no, person. No, no, I wasn't saying. I just, no, I yeah. saying, but I'm just saying she talks about fair minimum wage, like some of the points that you made, that's something she talks about. I'm not going to pay anybody under X amount of dollars in Washington. Yeah, oh I'm no, absolutely, to, because she, that's what I was just talking she, about. Her and the new class of Democrats, and I think we've, we, we've been discussing this, they, yeah, they, yeah, they, they kind of set the new um, Democratic platform. Reparations is in the new Democratic platform. I mean, this it's different. This is a different Democratic Party, and that's why they're being they're trying to be, be um, the Republicans are trying to paint them as super left, left wing. Uh, that's why it's it's important to have a, a candidate that relates 
and we need a candidate from that that lives in these in these uh, places that we need, like um, like Beto O'Rourke lives in Texas, and Buttigieg lives in um I mean, but, in Indiana. But, but, I mean, here's my thing: if we're gonna talk about this this guy, right? Are we gonna not talk about him being gay? Why do you keep on saying he's gay? Because he is gay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, if he is, I mean, I, I, I yeah, know. if you he, like it, I love it. To, I no, didn't know. He is married to a man. He is the first. <laughs> I, I know who he is because he's the first openly gay. You thought I'm oh, joking? Okay. Like, oh, he's yeah. Gay. I thought you no. were joking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. thought you were joking. You just kept on calling him gay. That gay, was that yeah. Yeah. like you're the guy that does that. So. But no, he is, and that's that. You know, and that that's dope. I think he has no. He but has, it is he, different. He has, but it's tough. He's, mar- tough. he's married to a man, and yeah, as, much, as much as much as you love him, I know. I know he's the guy that really got you going out of all these people. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying no part stuff. Because the story you told was a beautiful story about how this Yo, really like got you going. You put me in a position where I can't respond to you, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But pin them down. But no, it, it, it brings me to like something I really want to touch on with the whole Beto thing and also with like Joe yeah. Biden coming here is like overall electability. Like you just broke down why this dude is dope. I had like starry eyes for a second. I'm like, wait, isn't this the dude that's gay? And mm-hmm. just like I did with like Kamala, Kamala, beautiful man. It's like, isn't she the one that was a prosecutor that also has to be married to like a Jewish white guy and both her parents are immigrants? It's like yeah. this whole electability like issue was like the thing because the Democrats really got to put something up oh. against Trump because there's no Republican taking Trump's spot. Yeah, you know but hey, everything you're saying is is 100 correct. But I think electability has there, there are two different uh, um, forms of it. There's the the Democratic getting out of the primary electability, which a gay guy definitely could, and then there's the general election, which Kamala Harris, it definitely it wouldn't matter that she was a prosecutor. You get what I mean? Yeah. Like Kamala Harris being a prosecutor is tough in the in the Democratic primaries, but great in the general, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, um, Buttigieg being gay is great in the primaries, tough in the general. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it. So yeah, the the and then you got to look at you know Biden, he, he's he's he was a vice president, so he has a lot to run on. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. he also but he also was out out front with the whole super predator thing with Hillary Clinton, so it'd be tough for him. Mm-hmm. Like his love and his connection with uh, Barack Obama might might be a thing that could get him out of the um, Democratic primaries. But he has a but it, you know there is there are certain people who will never forget. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but you know, for Peter, what's his name, Buttigieg? Yes. One of the things, one of the things that might help him a lot is if he attended one of Kanye's Sunday services. That might boost him. Who Kanye? Let's get to the Kanye Sunday services, man. Yeah. <laughs> because honestly, honestly, to me, those have become like. It's such a joy. Like I, whoever's there, get what, the fuck out of no, here! No, I, 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 I think I shared at least like three different videos from the services. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I think I deleted you or ignored you. Like, <laughs> time, God. I'm not even hating Kanye anymore. I just think it's corny. Like the fuck is he doing? Like, is you trying to save the whole Calabasas? Yeah. Kanye's not a preacher. He out there just rapping his own songs. He yo he 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 out there with Sahai and and he he's out there having a choir sing Jesus walks and then all the white people saying they saved. It's nothing but Instagram opportunities for these people. This ain't church. 
Yo, I, yo, I don't respect these people going out there acting like they go to the church service <laughs> yo, and man. dealing with Kanye. Yo, we didn't start one, one sermon played yet. It ain't number Kanye songs. And we heard a sermon. We heard we heard X give a sermon, or at least or at least he let somebody. I else. heard an X sermon, man. It's on every X album, man. I know he did it there live for, for the white folks in Calabasas. Yo, where's Kanye getting all these black folks in that quiet? They are not in Calabasas, yo. He got a I'm must. Something that's funny. We la- we laughing about it, and it is, it is kind of cool. But um, and I think me and no, Ann talked about it one Fuck time. Fuck that. Yo, nah, but on some real shit, he looks like if you seen the 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 um documentary Wild Wild Country on Netflix, and you yeah. remember the, the the Charlemagne interview, he was talking about yo, I'm gonna start a school out here. I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. That's immediately what I thought. I said, yo, is Kanye just trying to draw people in and talk about his plans and. Get people to move here. And I also thought about um the last episode of Trigger with Killer Mike when yeah. he started to try the 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 land of sleep or whatever, you know, that situation. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yo, I really think he's trying to do that because that's a real vision that he put out there. That yo, this is what I wanna do. I'm gonna do schools, we're gonna build houses. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna Yeah, but Kanye Kanye, he, no, you're absolutely right. Kanye studies the Medici's though. I don't think, you know, like I know the Wild West, I know um who you're talking about, Oso. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like I, I get that and you know, every different people, um, reasonable minds have disagreed on the idea of that. But My let's one, yeah. yeah, but we'll 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 go full. But he but Kanye's been focused on the Medici's, you know what I mean? Which was a uh, uh you know, a family in Florence, Italy, I believe I believe it was Florence, um, Italy that sort of like took over the banks and took over everything and, 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 and you know, with and it's kinda just fostered all arts. You know what I mean? So most of the artists out of Italy, they were coming through the Medici's because they were willing to finance them and let them just do their art. And, you know what I mean, build and, and um, put, in, put murals up and, you know, all over the place, et cetera. So, you know, I, Kanye is sort of... Kanye always... And the only reason I know about the Medici's is because I study them for the, sort of the same purposes, like the building of the family um, and having it... And, and having your family have, like, a lasting memory and legacy. Like, I studied the Medici's myself. But also true, man, Kanye always be... Looking for these white people that no, most people never heard of before, and then like jocking their whole style, man. I don't want to hear from Kanye anymore, man. I, just come out with a dope song or something like that, B. Like, I don't want to hear none of this, man. This uh, fake church stuff where he. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You call it fake church stuff, right? But whenever oh, people congregate and they praising the Lord, that's church. Yeah. We could do it in uh, my bathroom. Also, right now, now you got the easy argument. All right, let's do this. <laughs> okay, we'll do this. Yeah. <laughs> we do this, like, do this anyway. You anywhere, yo, Alex, you gotta be with me, yo. We on the spiritual thing. We can have church anywhere. We can have church in I don't know in a sprinter. You know what I'm saying? We can have church. I don't disagree. Church I don't disagree with you, but it's we can have church at the ball pit and like and Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Kanye yeah. is out there playing his play. music for these people yeah. and calling his music. He has soul to soul playing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and he's gonna put that on his next album. You don't understand what he's doing, man. He's Joe going to Calabasas. I want yeah, him to put man. all of that on the album because this is gonna be a documentary. Why? It should. It's gonna be all of that, yo. Honestly, it's brilliant. And whether you like, whether you not really messing with Kanye right now or not, it's 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 a beautiful thing. It's like it's joy. It's a beautiful. I will say it's a beautiful thing to see him creating and these little snippets and I'm just going to call them snippets because yeah. mm-hmm. we hear a lot of them and then we don't ever hear them again but they sound great but and I hope he's just in a space for himself that he's happy yeah. going out there wouldn't make me happy and I you know you see my yeah. people's out there but I'm just saying I hope it's, it looks like he's in a good space of being creative 
And if that's what makes him happy, then I'm all for it. What I'm saying. People are awake while they're out there and just understand this is just a moment and not falling into some type of situation where they think it's going to be something bigger than that. I don't know, but you know. Yeah. What I, what I'll say is, is that, you know, I know, I know I was going at Kanye a little bit, but if somebody gets helped by Kanye playing his Jesus walk songs, um, Mm -hmm. then that's fine. I mean, like I, I'm all for people being helped and uplifted. So if that's, yeah. So Jesus walks with them. So if that's the thing that uplifts you and, and touches you going out there, listening to a free Kanye concert, um, while he perpetrates the idea of being a, his own uh, uh, religious um, entity, like then that's that I mean, whatever works. I support yeah. you. God bless Kanye, I mean, man. God no bless. Doubt. I mean, look, he's drawing he's drawing people in, people coming in. Maybe we should. Maybe Wendy need to go out there. Wendy Williams need to go out there, and she might uh, find fiend. herself in because she's you know, a fiend. Get some clarity. <laughs> she's hey, a hey, fiend. hey, 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 she a legend Shout and a fiend. You know, Shout I, out to Wendy Williams. I ain't gonna lie, man. I got a couple of Wendy stories of, of me personal with Wendy. And so yeah. I have a bias. So wait, hold lie. on a second, B. Let me, just so everybody knows, if you haven't seen Wendy uh, on her show, the Wendy Williams show, King Clean, about her substance abuse and how she's been living in a sober house and trying to get herself clean. She didn't really get into what she's addicted to we know she's had past addictions and we she's she's been very open about it in her book and on air and on tv you know so i'm hoping that she gets better but that's that's the situation with wendy right now that she's trying to get herself back on the street now go ahead b oh no i i was just gonna i just wanted to say my bias so that i could trash her when y'all start bigging her up but go ahead well i want to thing about uh wendy williams right it, did she come clean that she's not even like really sick? She still had she really had that like Graves disease or whatever, or was Dogs. it all like just cocaine and like does whatever does whatever does does? Here's the thing. Yeah, she Wendy being and listen, man. Like regardless of what we want to say, she is a legend. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. People try to dismiss the fact that she's a legend, but she is, and she also has ears to the street. And everybody's on, and, and everybody gives Wendy information all of the Shout time. Shout out to my guy Kendall. Yeah, man. they love talking to Wendy. It, it is it is a thing, and she knew it was going to come out, and so she took control of it. You know what I mean? She took control of the story about her, and what she did was she self she self um broke the story. You know what I mean? Right. She's like she nobody's should. gonna mm-hmm. yeah nobody's gonna scoop me. I'm Wendy. You can't scoop me about me. That'd be too crazy. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so she so she put it out. But my question, but my question is, is she really like, was she ever really sick? sick? Or is she no, I don't like believe she was. I believe she's definitely the type of person that would lie about that. So it was all just cocaine or whatever she was. I'm saying with. I believe. Okay. That's why I started this conversation with um, the idea. First of all, you know what I mean? Like, I started this conversation saying I am biased. Biased, right. Yeah. But I personally believe because I personally have been lied to and talked about by Wendy Williams. Right, and I'll and I and I fall and I'll be honest, I fall on that other side of you know with Wendy because I've had my personal dealings with Wendy. Shout out to my man Trey when we used to call her up on the radio and act like we was from death row, but that was back in my intern days. But I mean, my personal interactions with Wendy has always been cool, and I know a couple of her her direct contacts. There were two people everybody knows about Skeletor, but there was also another dude that she was you know 
dealing with that was giving her a lot of dirt and you know my anything I've ever had to do with Wendy I've never had no issue with her never had no issue with Kev or anything I had to deal with so I'm I'm I don't want to say I'm all the way biased on that side because I I can get it and because I've heard her venom if I sit if you sit on the other side of that aisle I can completely 100% understand where you be like, nah, I'm not messing with her yeah. at all. I don't believe nothing. I got a list of, of who she told me the gay rappers were. Yeah. yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Why do you try? Nah, go ahead. Again, I, so I, I, God bless so Are you sure? Are you sure they, are you sure they, they weren't, weren't, weren't right? I'll uh-huh. tell you the list later, yo. Uh, no. I'll talk about that off here. Yeah. Give them to your man. president. What about the cab did, Yeah. <laughs> But nah, she. Um, I, but on, on on some real shit, we, I, I I do hope that she pulls through on the you know dealing with her substance abuse because we know that can be harsh. Honestly, I for do. anybody, we yeah. all got yeah. some. I mean, I speaking. Yeah, but nah, well. I mean that's that's me. I just I just yeah. feel that way. I don't want like that. like. Yeah. And what, what you think it. about this substance abuse stuff, man? You you always know about the psychology of these things. What's good? Yeah. Do you be abusing the substances? No, nah. I don't. I don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. The, 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 thing, the thing with the addict is that one, be an addict to the day you die. It's always gonna be a. It's like you, you're you're going to get clean, and you just hope that you don't relapse in the next five years, ten years, fifteen years. You you might just fall back in it, but it, it's it's like a constant illness. You just gotta find a way to deal with it, and whatever she might be going through, more than anything else, we just all wish her the best. She gets, get, she she's getting the help she's need. The first step she's doing is that she's admitting that she has a problem. I mean, I'm pretty sure she's admitted to the people that's closest to her, but she's admitted to the world. I'm having this issue. I'm dealing with it. I'm doing the best I can with it. So, no matter what I might feel towards her, or things that she might have done. I mean, I understand that you know addiction is a, a major problem. It's something that she's gonna find a way to deal with. In, I just hope she gets the help that she deserves and just help that she needs. That's right. And yo, contrary to what Brian is saying. Yo, the rest of us, what? we all, we all support black women. Like, man, get the fuck what? out of here. Don't do that. No, 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 no. Let me stop. Let me stop. We all do support <laughs> black women. And regardless of how folks feel about Wendy Williams, we want her to, like, you know, get through her addiction the best way she can. And, you know, God bless. I mean, this heavy, yo. Like, do we got anything, yeah. like, positive? To call no like, doubt. No doubt. We could talk about Tana Tolowe, a dweeby. The eight-year-old who took first place in the New York State chess tournament, oh, chess who's also, you know, which we need to point out, he's homeless. He li- Excuse yeah. me, he lives in a homeless, well, he is homeless, but he lives in a shelter. Not anymore, I got, a, for- I got an update on that story, but go ahead. Okay, yeah, but he won, he won the uh, chess championship for his age bracket. What's the um, update? No, I. Th- here's the thing. That story b- popped on my radar because after he after he won it, like I didn't know about it when it was going on. I knew about it after somebody put up the um, you know, one of those GoFundMe things for for, mm-hmm. for that family, and they were just looking for like ten thousand dollars or twenty five thousand dollars, something like that, and they got way over a hundred thousand. You know what I mean? And I think the money's still coming in, and that's why I said, yo, like him him going into pump. He only played chess for a year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This young brother was in a homeless shelter. They're immigrants well, from to be, Nigeria. Well, to be they're, real, I mean, he's from Nigeria. Like, but they're immigrants from Nigeria, though. They're immigrants. So this goes back to the immigrants. When you when you sit there and try to attack attack immigrants, man, they, this is the, the immigrant from Nigeria came here 
They were in a homeless shelter, and he only played chess for a year when he got that. You know what I mean? He just became the best. I think, I think I think that's what happens when you don't like, you know, um, muddy the waters of that great like African bloodline with this like the Caucasians and all of that stuff. I think the pure yeah, African don't disrespect is. Me, y'all. I'm no, pure African, but. I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, yo, he's not just coming straight from the motherland. I expect him to be a beast. And I say, yeah. God, I say, God bless that kid. Eight years old, that's crazy. I, I trash him, no. Like, for real, I'm kind of nice in chess, but I'm grown. But I don't know, believe you. We're going to do this later, though. We're going to take care of this because I don't think, I really, I'm honestly Joe. Joe ever I'll take care Joe of you in three months. Listen, listen. Ever since Joe seen Rondo <laughs> kill the kids in Connect, well, I've been wanting He's been running with this. He's yes. Been running with this. I want to take on all little children. At, 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 at board games, I do, I do. Oh, but that's not, a but not, let, me, let me stop joking, though, man. Like I, I'm nice in chess, but this kid won a championship. Even though he's like only eight years old, it's crazy. It's beautiful, and to be to come here and like have nothing, be a refugee, and yeah. it, it's just a real feel good story. I and, and 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 I'll even go as far as this, man. Like Alex and I are both parents, man, and we know about how environment matters for these kids learning. Yep. You know what I mean? Like like we're like he had to, he had to find space, and time, and clarity of mind to actually learn this and be better than people who spend their, the, all their time on this and have and they're financed. You know what I mean? And have strong mm-hmm. backings and yeah. shit like that. Like he didn't have any of that. Yeah, this one like this, special. Yeah, it's not like this kid just went to like the park and just beat a whole bunch of like local like yeah. eight year olds. He cream of the crop like. Man, yeah. say his name again, Alex. Man, we need to say his name. Say, say three times, time. at least. Yeah. Hold on, I got, I got to look at it. <laughs> say it three times. Adami Abolule. Adami Ahule. Yo, nah, man, you know, I got it, dog. We gonna do this. Nah, it's nah, it's Tana Tuloa. Tana Tuloa. Tana Tuloa. Tana Tuloa. Tana Tuloa. Tana Tuloa. <laughs> uh, yo. Yo. Put some respect hey, on yo, that kid. I'm, I'm trying. I say we should all say the young king's name. Uh, Alex, nah, say one more. We're not doing that this episode. <laughs> we're gonna do it. I mean, you look. You know, con- again, congrats to him. He won the chess yeah. championship. Won so we'll move from one championship on to the tournament and talk about who's going to maybe win this championship. Mm. I don't know. It's, 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 I don't really have no horse in the race. Um, I, I just I, know Zion is. Back. I feel like I feel yeah. like it, I feel like it shouldn't be Duke. You know, maybe I'm feeling too much. It's not going to be Duke. I know. I mean, I feel like it. I feel like I feel like you can't pick anybody besides Duke to win the shit. But yeah, I don't think they win it because nah, they not. Who's going to win let, it? Let though? me say, I'm, let me say this because I, I know I'm I'm kind of on the outside this because I only see the outskirts of. A lot of what's going on. The one reason I say that Duke is not going to win because I don't think they have the shooting to win. And from what I've always known about this tournament, it's heavy on guard play. Guard play, yeah, mm-hmm. it is. And I don't know if they and I don't is as great a talent that they have on the team. You know, they probably have like five, you know, top eight players on that team. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be able to match up from a guard standpoint to do that. Now, what's the name? You know, once they once Wait. once teams are able to solely focus on that. Go I ahead. mean, I got a response R- to that. Okay, Wait, is R- no, RJ is RJ the two, right? Yeah, RJ's the two. And, 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 and Jones, Jones is and Trey Jones, Jones is, is probably the best defensive yeah. point guard in in the NCAA. So I mean, guard played. You got think, like the no, no, you can, you can in, in, in NCAA, man. You here's the thing, man. Like some years, it's tough, but 
But but in the in the NCAA, man, it's really like it's hard to not take the chalk. It's hard to not take the team that's yeah. the top team. And and Duke, I think their star power killed it. Like like it Zion does what he wants. They don't I don't, they don't even really want plays for Zion, man. Right. You know what I mean? Like what he does, ball, yeah. yeah. No, he just he 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 literally just looks at the rest of y'all and like, yo, y'all not good enough. You know what I mean? Like that's what he, and then he just starts punishing them. And in the middle of that, you got R.J. Barrett that that's running a structured offense and plays a more structured game, and he's good at that. Like it, if if there was no Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett was the number one would be the number one draft pick, and we'd still be talking about Duke. But there is a Zion Williamson, the athletic freak that he is, that jumps out the gym, but doesn't only jump out the gym, but he also steals balls. He he's starting to develop a jump shot. You know what I mean? It's not completely broken. He they don't he rebounds the ball. You know what I mean? He gets out on the fast break. He could dribble. It's this Duke's team is special. It's different. You know what I mean? Can Duke all win that this? said? Oh. All that said, they can win it. All that said, but, I'm not but, sure they're going to win. That that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you like you said, you you was like you have to if you don't yeah. pick Duke, then yeah. who are you picking? But we don't think the Duke's gonna win. Like we, yeah, like I like, like, honestly, I, I think they have problems with North Carolina, and I think they'd have problems mm-hmm. with Gonzaga. You know what I mean? But they don't. They wouldn't have to play them until like the final four or something like that. I, I haven't looked at the what. Bracket, what about um, Virginia? Um, Virginia is a defensive squad. And I think they're gonna. I, th- I think they they're gonna they'll slow a lot of teams down. But if a team breaks out on them and starts bugging, they're gonna bug. Because I, 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 I saw them play Virginia, right? Yeah. And I don't think I, I don't think I saw them. I know one time it was like real close. They lost. They they lost by one or they won by one or something. Whatever it was, it was yeah. real close. But the other one, the one I'm sure that I saw the whole thing was I think Virginia. I think Virginia lost by like nine points or something, nine to ten. Yeah. But in that game. Everybody, they, they, the the I, I I don't know the team that well, you know. what I'm saying I just watched no, the game, and watch, but they yeah. were saying that yo Duke is hitting crazy threes and Duke does not hit crazy threes, so it's like it was an RJ Barrett <laughs> game. That RJ Barrett was balling that game. He was shooting them. Yeah, so they so yeah. they hit so they so they were hitting threes like this crazy clip, and normally if their percentages was right, then they probably would have missed about like four or five and threes they took. So but that's like about, what you're getting to. What you're yeah. getting to is. Duke, I mean, I mean, Al, I mean, uh, Virginia is a problem for every, for every right. school because defense, that defense, like they, they slow play. the ball, like they slow right. whatever you're doing down. They make you right. have to actually play. They basketball. wait till like what the last five seconds to shoot on offense too. Yeah, right? like they they, they make they just make you play basketball. So it's it's a different type of game. So they're going to be a problem for literally everybody. You know what I mean? I so they could get through, but. Like Alex was saying earlier, like the, the excitement usually wins. Whoever is the most exciting usually wins in the in the NCAA tournament, and that's why I'm saying that's why I would easily go with Duke. But I but I think I think North Carolina is better, man. Like I, I feel like so I feel like if if I haven't looked again, I haven't looked at a bracket, but I feel like if Duke plays North Carolina, like North Carolina just ha- it has just as much chance of winning. And then there's other teams below them that just just. You know they have their chances, and Gonzaga's really a freaking good team. I just, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to Root say Gonzaga is. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to say Gonzaga is just gonna win it all because our our love for Gonzaga is them getting to like Final Fours, not them winning championships. Well, let, let me ask you. Let me ask you about a team I've been hearing about as a, as a Final Four team, and I, I thought it was a joke. Then I heard it again. I heard it like three times. 
Mm-hmm. What is Nevada a good team? Like, why are people? Why am I hearing that? They are. That? They are. Okay, because I'm. I heard that like three times, and I was like, wait, what? I haven't watched. I haven't watched some nuts uh, much. I a team that I'd be looking at is Kentucky, to be honest. Not even Nevada. Like I, you know, I, I guess uh, uh, Anthony knows more about Nevada than me. I'm, I'm on. I'm on. I think Kentucky is is uh, better than advertised, and I think Villanova is coming into its own. Yeah, I think just that with Nevada, they had that run last year. Eric Musselman's the head coach. He's been right. NBA coach. He still has the two twins, and he's still doing the thing. So I mean, they were in the tournament. They went pretty far last year. They didn't lose much and. They're pretty much bringing back almost the same exact team. Oh, okay, so that's oh, that's yeah. about All right, I understand. I think I think last year they got the Sweet Sixteen or the Elite Eight. Nevada did. They so. did. Yeah, they so, did. So they, I mean, they didn't. They they still got the two. They still got the twins, and they got some other guys, and the talents there. So they basically ran back the same team, same amount of talent. They've been to the tournament. They know what's up, though. That's why people are the, bringing them up. And then the other team I was hearing about again, I heard it from multiple people, uh, mainly from Doug Gottlieb. I heard Purdue is Purdue is, is Purdue. Are they a threat? Oh, oh, oh. I mean, I don't think I don't think they're a threat to 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 go how far. No, this was Final Four. Like he, he said, oh, Kentucky I mean, Duke. maybe that's I, what I'm saying. That's why I mentioned them. I look at I look at them as maybe a Sweet Sixteen. You know what I mean? Maybe Elite Eight, but I don't know about Final Four. But you know, obviously, like here's the thing. If I when I don't look at bracket because matchups matter to me, you know what I mean. Right. And, right, and right. this, you know, the number one thing about NCAA tournament, you'll never do this. Have your friend that doesn't watch basketball or your girl that doesn't watch basketball, somebody you know that doesn't watch basketball, have them do it. Because if you look at all the things that make sense, it won't happen. I'm dead serious. Like every year, the analysts all, yeah, are wrong. Yeah, I know how I, I watch basketball. I watch a lot of basketball. Everybody knows this about me. Guess what? There's no way for me to predict an NCAA tournament. People always ask me. I, there's no way I'll be wrong. I'm going to be consistently wrong about this shit because somebody there's going to be a guard, right? Mm-hmm. That ain't nobody talked about all year. But hot. guess what? He warmed up in the NCAA tournament, started feeling himself, hit that one shot. And now, because, see, people have been calling him sucky because he ain't been doing no ball and stuff all season. But the coach believes in him now because he's a good luck charm, so he's going to give him the ball a little bit more. <laughs> he's going to do the interviews and all the rest of that. And he's going to show all the stuff that he knows he's been yeah. able to do since high school. And that's the thing that's going to shut everybody down. So, so until the tournament starts, you never really know. He don't even care about the tournament, man. You just want to see... Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna what, see. I'm gonna what? see. I'm gonna see Morant versus versus um, Marcus Howard. I'm gonna oh. see John Morant versus Marcus Howard on Thursday. Thursday. And, and I, I'm just going. I'm just going round by round, honestly, man. But that um that uh, uh Marquette versus um what the hell does does uh, John Morant Murray play it again? Murray State. State. Murray yeah. State. That that game right there. That's the one I'm having my eyeballs on. Yeah, I got one question, man. Before we like get to like label next thing, um the the um. The guy from Arkansas, uh, Daniel Gaffer, right? He's skipping the NIT to prepare for the draft. And, um, like, the different draft boards I've seen have him, like, as possibly a lottery pick or probably a lottery pick. How do you feel about this? Him skipping the NIT? Yeah, he's skipping the NIT. I mean, it's the NIT, you know what I'm saying? Ben Simmons, ben Simmons did it. Ben Simmons did it. I was about to say, okay. Yeah, Ben Simmons did it. So I hear a lot of folks just trying to give him, like, some flag for it. So, so we, we all in agreement. It's like, yeah. 
get secure the bag. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not. Know, I'm not totally guys, in agreement. I, 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 I told Ben Simmons I wanted. Him. I mean, I said. I mean, I didn't talk to him, but I was doing the time. I was like, Yo, Ben Simmons should play. You know what I mean? But like, I get it. You know what I mean? Everybody makes decisions for themselves, man. And this is just college. If he's not getting paid, so I guess secure the bag. But I selfishly want him to play. Yeah, I'll tell you, but speaking of- I swear, I swear, man, I, 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 I know I should have continued my, my, I was, my, I played all three sports, but my best sport was baseball. I just hated it. Now looking back, I probably should have continued in it because if they giving out 12 year, $330 million, which is all 100% fully guaranteed. Well, I thought it was 430. I was about to say it's four thirty. It's four thirty. Yeah. Yeah. That number was short. If it's twelve years, three thirty. A Y got more than that. Yeah, nah. no, twelve years, three thirty is thirty-five. But if it's four thirty, yeah, it's four thirty. Yeah, yeah A Y got more than that. Yeah, it's four thirty. Okay, so it's four thirty. Twelve years, four hundred and thirty million dollars, fully guaranteed. Don't matter if you hit five hundred or one hundred. Baseball's hey, sport. As a bad you getting paid, and you can sit in the field and the ball can never be hit to you. You don't get hurt. You can chill, you lose your summers, but damn. No, but the problem with baseball is this is why black people don't go into it. It's because it relies on something other than skill. You have to get out of the minor leagues and you have to be accepted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. So like if it if it was just if it was just like America gets to look at you, nobody watches the minor leagues, right? But if it was just America gets to look at you like the like um like NCAA, then you'd be like, all right, I'm gonna show out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you don't there's no showing out in baseball. Like they could hide somebody if it's they a don't grind. like them. Yeah, it's a grind. It's a grind. It's a, it's a grind. And and it relies on people actually liking you and accepting you into what they're doing. And if you're black in America, you don't believe in that idea. You know what I mean? I want to get in mm. on my own merit. Mm. If you black, say that again. I'm saying if you black in America, you don't believe in that idea. It seriously, man. It, it if it's not people like you that look like you or associated with you, and there are no black baseball owners. Not one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, it, it, off, off the top of my head, I, I, I But you say saying that, but there's no black NFL owners. Yeah, but there's no black um, GMs. I, you know what I mean? Like, the okay. general managers. Yeah, like, yeah. It, like, the there's lineage Latinos, is... But yeah, yeah, yeah. The lineage is, is tight. You know what I mean? So I understand what you're saying. And baseball, I don't mean to cut you off, but in baseball, like... The only one of the major sports that has like gotten less black like over the years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But Same because of rough. because of the thing, the things like the minor league. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Listen, man. People, black people play baseball. It was our sport. We had our own league. Yeah. You know we. But mm-hmm. when you look at things like the minor league, and you see, and you see, uh, 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 you see the separatism that that can exist in America. You're like, man, I can get this quick lick off the basketball. Get this quick lick off the football, but I got to deal with this for the baseball. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's something I, I, I don't want to have to deal with. Shout out to that brother, Kyler Murray, for saying F that. <laughs> yeah. And, and going this NFL route and getting but, all the love. Buddy, but he just made the, he just, he had options. And his options make sense because yeah. I can make $20 million right now. And in five years, I'll still be 27. I could still go pick up that extra nine. That's true. Or whatever from the A's and go and double up. And whether I, I pan out in the NFL or the MLB, I made $30 million doing nothing. Sizzly, dizzly. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact, man. That, and that's dope as hell. Well, we want to thank you for joining us today. Mm. We hope you got some information. We put a lot of information out there, and I'm going to always say 
You know, a lot of this podcast, we go through a lot. We go through a lot of topics, and we give you a lot of information. A lot of it you can follow up on. We really just touch the surface of it, and we have a lot more things that we're going to get in depth on, especially as this election comes up, especially, you know, talking about reparations, especially with the exciting new Democratic Party that's entering, you know, this new millennium that's going on. Yeah, We're going to give you a lot of information, and and I'm always going to say it's imperative that you pay attention to what's going on around you. Don't just take our word for it. Take our word for it. Follow up. Hit us in the comments. Challenge us. We don't mind. Bring it to the forefront. Get us. Get at us on IG at Better Than You Pod. Uh, I want to give us a shout out. We on Apple now, so anybody who's been having an issue getting on with the Spotify situation mm. or with the Anchor situation, we on Apple now. So salute to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Again, go to Better Than You Pod for whatever streaming service you, you um excuse me that you have. And you can rate us at Apple. Yeah, please. Drop a comment. <clears throat> comment hit us with them five and five stars. Yeah. I mean, if it's in your heart, if it's not in your heart, to give us five stars. Don't don't do anything. Just leave. But not <laughs> <laughs> or have now, a- drop a comment. Hit the IG. DM us. Comment on any of the posts that we got. A lot of things that we talked about. But until next week, salute. Peace. One hundred.